Courtney, I have a problem. What's your problem, Sasha? So, all of my ghost friends have been really depressed lately, and I don't know how to, like, help them. Have you ever thought about telling them to get in an elevator? Why would I do that? Because that always lifts my spirits. Oh! It's spoop hour! Welcome back to Spoop Hour. Uh, it is almost Halloween. We are one week off. We are exactly Next, one week away. The, uh, are we uploading this this week? Um, I was. I figure yeah. we put this up tonight. Yeah, let's then we'll do be it. On tri- and then we can record another episode, because I know for our Halloween episode, we've already picked out Pick our it. theme. Witches. And I do want to go into, because um, whilst incredibly tired on the business trip I just returned from, I was talking to my coworkers about this podcast, because I was very tired, which means I was essentially drunk, even though I hadn't been drinking. Uh, yep. But they were all very excited and supportive. So yeah. if any of you are listening, I'm Hello. so sorry that I'm a garbage pile in my home life. I'm pretty together at work. Anyway. Hi, um, Courtney's work people. Hi, work friends. <laughs> um, so we were, one of them was talking about, oh, for Halloween, are you going to talk about the origins of Halloween? And oh. like why that day? So we can do a two halvesies, yes, yeah. half witches, half Origins of Halloween. Yeah, let's so that'll, do it to it. Yeah, so yeah, I really that'll... I want to talk about Salem. I have so many thoughts on Salem and the witch trials in general. Um, and witches in general. So, um, I just got back from a business trip. Yeah, tell me about that. Anything crazy or <laughs> spooky happened to you while you were on your business trip? Yes, so I did not plan this, and I swear to God I am not making this up. Um, if co-worker friends are listening to this... Um, I told you about this shit right after it happened, and then you clarified what was going on in the hotel, so it's on you too. (laughs) (laughs) It's real, I have fucking sources. So, um, obviously, I was in Phoenix, Arizona, um, which I'm comfortable saying now because you can't come find me there. Hmm. I was staying in the Sheraton in downtown Arizona, um, and so our convention was in the Phoenix Convention Center, which is... Several giant buildings. So we were in the North Giant Building, and then the Kubota Tractor Conference was across the way in the West Building. Oh my god, tractors on tractors. Tractors on tractors. So um, the second to last morning I was there, my flight home was Sunday. I believe this was Saturday morning, but honest to god, I'm so fucking tired, it could have been Friday. Genuinely don't know. Anyway, I think it was Saturday morning. I had set an alarm for seven because we didn't need to report until eight so I was like I'll just have a leisurely doze whatever except I was awoken Uh from my deep slumber at like five forty five six o'clock ish by the sounds of what I thought was someone trying to get into my room Mm. so I'm a crazy person and when I stay in hotel rooms I lock the I do the I do the deadbolt I do the burglar bar like you cannot get in there unless I fucking let you in I think Everyone does that they when should. they go to sleep, right? That's, they should. Yeah, I thought that was just a thing. You should. If you don't do it, you should. For this very reason. So I heard beep beep from the key card mm. that would have opened the door. And then I heard ka-chunk, like someone tried to open the door that the door unlocked. But because I had the burglar bar up, they weren't able to get in. Uh. And that was followed by a very quiet knocking. No. So I'm wide fucking awake and I'm like, uh... Uh, uh, did not get out of bed, did not get murdered. Um, and for those of you that don't recall, last week we did creepypasta and we discussed Manuel's creepypasta about there was a dude in my hotel room and I mentioned that you could have just ended the creepypasta there for me because that's a fucking nightmare. Right. And I fucking lived it. Well then, later that day, um, I was discussing with my coworkers, I was like, yeah, I think somebody tried to get in my room and it sounded like the card key worked. I don't, I don't fucking know, but like, yikes. Mm -hmm. And my coworker pointed out that the hotel 
was super booked because of our conference and the Kubota tractor conference. And in their haste to get keys made, apparently they were booking people into rooms that were already occupied. Oh no! And giving them keys that would open said rooms. But there was somebody already in there, so oh, a couple. So scary. Yeah, a couple people reported like they went mm-hmm. into their room and there was somebody already there. Mm-hmm. So I am now like, oh my god, someone genuinely had a key card to my room. That's so creepy. I'm so, so sorry. I put the Manuel story in your head. It's okay. You it wasn't your fault. You couldn't have known that this would happen. Oh my god. But yeah, so it didn't. The full force of it didn't hit me until later that night when I was like, oh my god, the Manuel story. <laughs> So that's the time I was almost, I can only assume it was my doppelganger trying to get into my room and take over my life like a creepy alien. So Mm -hmm. Sasha was like, oh, you have a Manuel, do you have a follow-up to the Manuel story? Oh, did you find it on Twitter? And I go, no, I lived it, Sasha. I was like, oh shit, oh shit. This is real. It was real and it was real terrifying. And yeah, it. I really love hotels, and thank God I do, because otherwise it might have ruined hotels for me. Right. that was very upsetting. Courtney Courtney loves a good hotel. I love any hotel, yeah. honest to God. Like, if you take me for a weekend in the Holiday Inn Express, I'm going to be the happiest fucking camper. Uh, yeah, actually me too. I, <laughs> I, love, I love hotels. hotels. I like how tight the sheets are around your feet, because then you can, like, yeah, snuggle so, up all the time. Mm-hmm. And you have so many extra pillows, and you can get new towels all the time. Mm-hmm. And you can do two towels, one for your body and one for your hair, because I have a lot of hair and it takes a long time to dry and it ruins a towel so if I do my hair first then my body doesn't get dry because I'm rubbing a wet towel on myself so at home I use bath sheets but at hotels I can use two towels and you can crank the AC down as low as possible this podcast brought to you by all hotels everywhere (laughs) I fucking love them send me gift cards but why don't you use two towels at home well, because I use a bath sheet at home, so it's oh, okay. a giant. So there's, okay. there's after I've dried my body, there's still dry spots for yeah, my hair. Yeah, you know those, the, the, the towel turban things, the twisty and... I do, but, like, that's... Have you tried that? I haven't. Okay. Because, like, right now, my hair is a little short, and even when my hair is short, I still have a lot of it, because mm. I have a lot of hair. Yeah. Um, it's thick. Yeah, it's thick. So the towel twisty thing, I think, is only for people with really long hair, mm. so I don't know how much oh, it's going to help me. When I, um... We're going to go on a tangent. When I had short hair in college... Oh, yeah! I used... The twisty oh. towel thing, like, all oh. the time, so... Yeah. I, I mean, I twist my towel over yeah. my hair now. Right. I just kind of, like, flor- yeah. flop it over. Yeah, the um, thing with the little elastic, and it's shaped like a triangle, yeah. and it does... Yeah. yeah. I have <laughs> discovered recently, um, and this is... I'm going to make this relevant, and you're not going to like how I do it. Uh-oh. You're going to like it. Our listeners might not. <laughs> I recently came across a thing that is, I believe, called a booby towel, and it's for the ladies oh, who are larger busted. Oh, i this, yes. And, like... Under boob sweat is a real yeah. problem. So I like I've seen it and I'm like, this is a stupid thing, but it might be a stupid thing I need. You know how we can make that relevant? Boobies, Boobies. and that's exactly how I was oh. gonna do it. So <laughs> I looked over. Um, one of my dear dear friends, Geraldine, <laughs> if you're listening, because I I think you are. I think you are one of our listeners. Yeah, thanks, um, Geraldine. I got. A birthday present from her today in the mail, and she put it in a birthday card that has a ghost sitting at a bar, and it goes, where's the booze? <laughs> cutest thing. I specifically requested that she put it on our fridge, because yeah. I really enjoy it. It's, it's really darling. So it is relevant. Um, yeah. So that's oh. boob towels and hair towels. Cool. Um, uh, this episode is also brought to you uh, by... Freshly baked pumpkin muffins that Courtney just made. They've got They're... chocolate chips, and I didn't realize they were chocolate chips. I thought they were raisins, and then I. Why would getting... I ever do that to you? I love raisins. Oh my god! But I started getting <laughs> chocolate all over me while you were telling the story, yes. and I was like, shit, 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 shit. How do I? Specifically, they're dark chocolate chips, and They're this so is in good. fact a healthy recipe. Well, healthy-ish, other than the dark chocolate chips, because you make I mean, it with chocolate's good for you. Yeah, you make it with maple syrup instead um, of white sugar, and then it's just pumpkin and rolled oats and mm, some spices. So good. Um, you can hear me talking my mouth full. It, they they are quite warm and lovely, and that's what I'm having for dinner because I'm an adult. Um, I like your warm muffins. <laughs> oh my god, keep it in your pants, Sasha. I just I wanted to have a sweaty balls moment, right? <laughs> and it was she loves my warm muffin. Yep. Um, We also have cake pops from Starbucks, so that's good. I went to Starbucks today because I sold something on Craigslist. No, I'm talking with my mouth full. Yeah. To get some bad spirits out of our house. Yes, and so now our house has one fewer item with 
Bad, bad juju. juju. Yeah. So um, I sold it to a person who hopefully it will not bring the bad juju to her. But we're sorry if it does. <laughs> I don't think she listens. But if you are listening, Amy, I'm so sorry. Her real name's not Amy. Now, what I did just then, it was very clever, and I'll tell you why when we're not recording. Okay, cool. So, Sorry, you guys don't get to know. <laughs> you don't get to know. Um, so, I sold it, and then I was like, I was in the Starbucks anyway, so I was like, oh, we need a treat. We're podcasting tonight. And then I bought us two cake pops. I like it. So, um, muffins so and cake pops. On our docket today, we've got a story from one of Courtney's uh, coworkers mm-hmm. that she heard while um, she was on her business trip. While I was very sleepily talking about our podcast. Yes. And then um, we've got our very first listener submission. I'm so when excited. We, it's when from we a- say very first listener submission, obviously, we do have listeners who have told us stories right. before. But this is the first person that we don't directly know who submitted it. I don't know if they're officially a listener or not, but they did send me their ghost story. And if you're listening i love you so much yeah to our <laughs> official email address yes spoophour at gmail.com so if you've got stories and you want us to tell them in a very poor way <laughs> um i got you okay? yeah because i'm gonna be uh reading our submission mm-hmm. uh, out loud today then we've got a new featured creature yep and then we've got part two of our creepypasta episode mm-hmm. so we're gonna cover the creepypastas we didn't have time for in last week's episode yeah, so candle cove and two video games uh uh, that sort of stories about video games that kind of traumatized me. And now, like, I, I know I'm not playing Majora's Mask ever. Spoop hour. <laughs> or working through things that traumatized Courtney and Sasha as children and that they're trying to work through. <laughs> um, All right, so why don't you so, go ahead on this nurse story? So I work with some nurses, um, and I work for an organization that supports nurses. And um, apparently hospice nurses are not necessarily superstitious people, but they do report obviously hospice care people who go to hospice care they're not getting better it's just a matter of making them comfortable Mm -hmm. until they pass so um the nurse that I was speaking with I believe she worked as a hospice nurse or and and or worked with other hospice nurses and they said that all the people who were on the cusp of death all said very similar things and these are people from different backgrounds different religions different parts of the country and they all said very similar things it's so beautiful it's so bright they're so beautiful, as in they, they are so beautiful. Uh-huh. And there were instances in which, um, I'm trying to remember, because again, I was very tired when I was being told yeah. this story, but um, we're going to say, for the purposes of the story, we're going to say this dude's name was Sal. Okay. I don't think it was Sal, but whatever. Um, so, hospice care, um, there was a man who had been there for a while named mm-hmm. Sal, and all the staff loved him and everything, but he he did eventually pass. And after he passed, obviously they put a new person into that room because they needed space to make someone else comfortable mm-hmm. and make their passing more easy. And the nurses reported that while they were talking to this woman who had been put in what had been Sal's room, she had no way of knowing what had gone down in there. She had no way of possibly knowing who, who? was in yeah. there before. And she was talking to them about, oh yeah, and Sal says, hey. No. And they were like, And she was like, yeah, Sal, I've been talking to him all day. He's really great. And this is a woman who, again, is on on the cusp of passing. Right. And apparently fucking saw this dude Mm. who had died in the room just before she took into it. And there's no way she could have known that. I believe it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know there's, I know they've done biological studies that when you're on the cusp of death, it's as your brain fails, you see, you think you see the bright white light. But how does she know But how did she know about Sal? And then I'm like, well, maybe she overheard the nurses talking about, oh, Sal passed. I'm going to miss chatting with him or whatever, Mm -mm. but, or, oh, who's the new patient in Sal's room? But... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, like, even, if you're on the cusp of death, that's the kind of prank you want to <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know that it was a prank. It could have been like she was asleep and she heard the name Sal and it oh, got so into her subconscious. Oh, so she like, started dreaming about yeah. like, a lucid dream? Yeah, something okay. like that. Because like, it happens, but I don't know. My, the, the nurse that I work with who was telling me this was like, no, I fully believe it's real because otherwise yeah. they wouldn't all have the same story, which makes some sense. I believe it. Yeah, so that's general. And then I told her, I was like, oh my God, please send me all of your nursing stories that have to do with this and tell all of your friends to send them to me because I'm fucking fascinated. Right? This is amazing. So hopefully she does, and I hope she realizes that I'm not kidding and that I genuinely want to hear all these stories. Yeah, that's wild. So please and thank you if you're listening. The emphasis on the duh. I don't know why I pronounced it wild duh. Wild duh. Um, All right, so... 
I, yeah, jeez. If yeah. you've got stories like that, please it, send them. It can even be generic. Like, that, that was very sketchy on the details. Right. Um, but... Yeah, ghost stories or, like, urban legends that you feel like we haven't been, like, tackling or things that, like... Something spooky that has happened to you. Yeah, we've got, like, you know, all these different colleges, you know, Mm -hmm. around here, especially in Virginia where, you know, a lot of our colleges go back, you know, hundreds, not thousands, like Oxford. Because we burned down everything Everything. but you know, 100 uh, years old, but whatever. But, you know, like, the weird, weird... You know, things like the, the Yeah, myths. I bet William and Mary has some. William and Mary probably has some. JMU definitely had, like, goofy ones. Well, yeah, because... Like, the thing it, hanging in the bell tower that's not really a bell tower, oh, or, you know. I don't even think the bell in it is real. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's literally an audio recording. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't think it's a real bell. I think it's just a tower that plays yeah, bell sounds. Um, um, I did I did remember something, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I'll have to mention this real quick. So we are yeah. talking about... Oh, spooky things. So, um, currently my significant other is out of town, so I've been on and off cat sitting for him. So I went last night and I wasn't able to stay very long, but when I went in, all the doors inside the apartment were open except for, like, the closet door, because that's just how he leaves it. He leaves the bedroom door open so the cat can get in and out and sleep on the bed, whatever. Today I get in, and I, you know, I'm following the cat back to his food dish because that's always where he wants to go, because even though he got four scoops of food last night... He's already eaten, like, three of them, so, um, he's a little chunk. Oh, I'm just kidding. He's, 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 a, he's a good cat. He's a good cat. I, I love him to tiny little baby pieces, um, and he likes to be held like a baby, but that's neither here nor there. So, while I was walking to the back of my significant other's apartment, I noticed his bedroom door was closed, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that was open yesterday. And it was... Close to the point where I don't think the cat could have done it on yeah. accident because it's a door that it opens inward, oh. so you have to close it from within or pull it closed with your hand. Right, and the cat can't do that. Cat can't do that. Cat doesn't have hands, and if any cat could do it, this cat's a little dumb. He's a sweet little spoiled monkey. But he's <laughs> a little dumb. Um, so I was like, oh my god. So I stood stood there looking at this door for like forty five seconds, being like, do I want to open it and potentially get murdered, or? Do I want to leave it closed? Just hope for the best. And I was like, no, Courtney, open it. It's probably nothing. Opened it, and um, one of the windows was open, so I think the wind just came in. Oh, so it's like, literally like Hillary's. It was literally, oh my God. And that was the thing I thought of. I was like, oh my God, it was the pressure differential. Thanks, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a very scary 45 seconds. So I've had a very scary few days. Yeah, you need to work through some of this. I need, I need to work. Yeah. I, I crafted today for my Halloween costume, so I'm mellow nice. now. And my cat's on my lap, and that's why there's jingling, because I'm petting her. Yeah, if you heard rustling, it was because we were playing... <laughs> We were moving, moving the cake pops. Cake pops, because so Zelda went step on them. My beautiful baby wanted to be on my lap, so. All right, so All Sasha right. is going to read our first ever listener submission. submission. Woo! com. this could be you. All right. How do you say, did someone die in this house in Spanish, is a fucking brilliant subject line. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of stories intertwined, and I haven't really shared my experiences with anyone else, because I come from a super conservative family, and I didn't want, to, I didn't want it boiled down to... Pray about it. <laughs> First of all, nothing should ever be boiled down to just mm, pray, about, pray it. about it. That's not oh, a fucking oh, you, answer. Oh, you saw? You think you saw a ghost? Maybe you should pray on it. Like, I don't know. Even if that is your shtick, if you're religious. Yeah. Obviously, we had a very religious episode a few episodes back. But, like, if you are religious, whatever else, praying about it isn't going to get you the answer. God's not going to be like, you did see a ghost. <laughs> like, he's got other shit to do. That'd be amazing, though. Right? That'd be so, That's the one, that'd be so convenient. <laughs> the one appearance of God in the modern era. Ghosts are real. Ghosts are real. I'm outie. <laughs> he drops the mic. <laughs> the celestial microphone. Anyway. Right. So. So, okay. Anywho, I'm from northern Illinois, and in the summer of 2011, I joined a study abroad program with my college. I got to live in Costa Rica for the summer while I studied Spanish. So jelly. I lived with I group- hope she saw the sloths. I should have emailed and asked her if she saw, saw the, the sloth sanctuary. Because that's where I would go if I were in Costa Rica. But I didn't think of it. So if you're listening, did you see sloths? I need to know. All right. Um, I lived with a roommate, two dogs who were always in the backyard, and a uh, sweet old widower who only knew how to say coffee ready in English, which either <laughs> meant coffee was ready or uh, they were ready to go and we had to get in the car. <laughs> About two weeks into my stay, I was exhausted and decided to head back to our condo and take a nap after class. I got to my room at the end of the hall and fell asleep. 
Not long after, I woke up to the front door opening and the dogs barking, followed by the front door slamming shut and the dogs whimpering and howling. Nope. Capital. <laughs> this is all in capital letters. What the shit? <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is all of our reaction when right? things like that happen. I got out of my bed and slowly walked to the front door, cheerily saying, hola. No one was there, but the dogs were laying down on their stomachs, looking up like they had been scolded. So I went back to bed, shaking. This continued for a few more days. I'd go home, the front door would slam open and shut and scare me, and then I'd go back to sleep. Guys, I love sleeping. Even ghosts can't stop me. (laughs) I feel ya. Right? This day was different, though. After I dozed off from the first incident, I heard a man's voice. Nope. Yell my name, Emily, and plow into my bedroom door, forcing it to fly open and slam shut. That was it. I left my house and went to find my roommate. I emailed a friend and asked her, her, um, I emailed a friend and her first advice was to pray. And I was like, (laughs) Why is that everyone's advice in this story? That's terrible fucking advice. Like, I think a dude tried to break into my house is your best case scenario, and obviously the worst case scenario is I think a ghost tried to break into my house and it knows my fucking name. Right. Praying about, what the shit's that gonna do? So I emailed a friend. If praying is your thing, I hope it brings you great comfort. That's good. But it's not going to stop ghosts. So I emailed a friend and her first advice was to pray, and I was like, okay, fine, whatever. (laughs) So like a good little Christian girl, I did. And finally got my shaking self to sleep, fall asleep that night. See, okay, again, so it helped if, her. If, it, if it brings yeah. you comfort, if it helps you, that's great. But it's not, like, I was raised Catholic. Praying isn't an answer. You don't get an answer. It's an open-ended, you send this out right. into, you know, you send it out to God, and then that's it. Yeah. You're not going to get, like, you're not going to get a letter back from God being like, thanks for writing, you got it, boo. Yeah. So, so she got herself to fall asleep that night. Yep. The nights that followed were easy, and I slept through the night, and it didn't, and didn't seem to have any more issues. So whatever it was, maybe she was able to like calm herself down mm-hmm. and work through it, right? Or maybe the ghost just doesn't like people who pray. Well, hang on. Oh. <laughs> then, one night... Nope. It happened again. Nope. I was jolted awake by something screaming my name and slamming into my door, but no. this time the door stayed open. No. I ran into the be- bathroom to take a shower and pull myself together because I was scared shitless. <laughs> On my way back to my room, as I faced my bedroom door down the hall, I could see a shadowy figure with one knee up, leaning against the wall in front of my door, like a creepy ca- creepy cowboy from Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. No, just waiting but also for me. sick, nasty Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman reference. <laughs> right? <laughs> I raced into my room, shut the door, and put the TV stand in front of it. And that was it. Nothing else. But I was hella glad to go home after these scares. <laughs> I have no clue what was attacking me then, nor do I know now. I also didn't have enough Spanish knowledge to ask if someone died in the house. <laughs> Well, stay sexy and don't get woken up by ghosts from Emily. Thank you so much, Emily. That was amazing. And again, you know me, I'm the skeptic of the two of us, but like, if it were a night terror, she wouldn't have been able to see something when she then woke up and took a shower. Right. But sick reference to Dr. Quinn Medicine. (laughs) Sick reference to Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. A show that I have never watched, but back in the day when I used to watch Charmed on TNT, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman preceded it at like six in the morning, and then Charmed would start at seven. And this was in the day before I could sleep in. Um, So I would be up at seven to watch Charmed. Um, But yeah, I just. I can't. I'm going to have to pray on it. I'm going to have to pray on (laughs) it. I'm going to have to pray on it. No, Jesus, what happened? Why? Why, though? Why, though? Why, though? Like, why did it know her name? I know, Such that's what disturbs me. Such an upsetting detail. Why does it know? Why does it know her name and it slams on her door? I don't like, because, like... And also, why are you being mean to the dogs? I know! <laughs> you dick! It's not what, the dog's what, fault, whatever the fuck happened what, to you. Whatever it was, don't scare the dogs. When I was flying back on Sunday, there was a dog in the yes. airport, and her name was Lola, and I love her, and I wanted to steal her, but I couldn't, and she was a show dog, and she deserved every trophy that she won, and she was a little French bulldog, and she was the nicest puppy, and then I felt very calm going into the flight. That's how you should interact with dogs, ghosts. I saw that you posted the photo of Lola on Facebook. Did you put it on Twitter? I did. Okay. Yeah. So if you, She if, is so cute. She's real cute. It's my creeper picture, because I was a couple, I was waiting in the seating area, and I noticed this dog, and I was like, oh my. God. And then she was looking at me, so I took a stealth picture, and then I worked up the nerve to go over and say hi. And then she, like, flopped in my lap, and her... She's so cute. Her owner was like, she just wants love all the time, and I'm like, okay! I can give you love. I will do this thing! I love French bulldogs. And that's how you should behave around dogs, ghosts. You should just love on them. French bulldog, 
dachshund, pit bull, whatever. They are friendly creatures. And you should be a friendly creature too, unlike this week's Featured, featured Creature. Sick segue. Yeah. Almost as good as the reference <laughs> to Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. We did it. All we right. It. So, um, as I think I've mentioned at least once on this podcast, I'm fucking tired. So <laughs> I kind of phoned it in with this week's Featured Creature. But she thinks I'm going to get it. I'm pretty confident that Sasha is going to get this one. <laughs> but we may be surprised. Yeah, I did say 97% sure. Yeah. <laughs> so there is that 3% room for me to be wrong. So let me see where I wanted to start this. Featured creature, featured creature. <laughs> it's spooky and creepy. It's a featured creature. Okay, so again, I'm going to tell this as if I were the creature. All right. In 1939, in okay. Wyoming. All right. Douglas Herrick, a resident of Douglas, Wyoming, and his brother Ralph returned from hunting one day, mm-hmm. and then they noticed me. A creature that looked like an unusual creature that they'd never seen before. Uh-huh. So they decided to mount it as was. And so it was very popular in their shop. And people decided to sell me to the public. And suddenly, I became a Western souvenir. So the myths are, I may seem cute and cuddly and like something you want to get to know, but I'm actually a fucking dick. So (laughs) rogue cowboys, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman and otherwise, while they sing to their cattle at night, which is apparently a thing they do, I'm an excellent mimic, so I'll sing their words back to them, because I'm a motherfucker. I'm also rumored to be very horny and very aggressive, not unlike my relative in the Monty Python movie. Oh. Because, you know what? I'm just doing me and what i'm doing is just running around rabbit style in the midwest and the west with my antlers jackalope yes Yes. see i knew you'd get it yeah all right um (laughs) so obviously this week's featured creature is the jackalope yeah when you Um, said mounted i was like ah yeah Yeah. so (laughs) um the story is that these two brothers came back from hunting and they just slid their dead jackrabbit across the floor like you do when you sure i guess i don't know i don't hunt and it came to a rest next to some antelope antlers and they were like haha looks like the bunny has antlers (laughs) and so they mounted it like that and people were like what the fuck so people swear up and down that this is a real thing this isn't a cryptid this isn't a spooky beast it's a genuine thing that's real this reminds me so much of like um the, the Mystery Shack in Gravity Falls, mm-hmm. which do you, you don't... You, you haven't... I've seen a couple of Okay, yeah, now. the Mystery Shack, Grunkle Stan just, like, sticks two random things together and then mounts <laughs> it and is like, whoa, look at this weird yeah, thing. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. how the jackalope started. Well, there is some truth to it other than the fact that obviously jackalopes are real. <laughs> Their names come from the words jackrabbit and antelope. You mush those together, you get a jackalope. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's very creative. Um, so there are sometimes rabbits that have the appearance of horns okay. in the West, um, and they've popped up all around the world, just rabbits with what look like horns. Mm-hmm. It's actually, there's this virus that's related, it's oh. the papillomavirus, so mm-hmm. it causes the rabbits to grow tumors on their head that look like horns. So it's kind of a bummer. That's so sad. It's kind of a, like the bunnies are fine. Like mm-hmm. they 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 keep on keeping on, um, but they just it looks like they have horns. They don't. Um, what I find interesting is that jackalopes obviously they're really cute. They're little little rabbits right. with little horns, and even though they're western rabbits, which have they're more like hares and they have the aggressive yeah. claws, or whatever else. It's still a bunny, and it's got little horns. It's cute, but they're supposed to be real dicks. They have the horniness of a rabbit, but they're yeah. very so. Agitated. I wasn't sure if when you said that they were horny mm-hmm. and that they were like rel- I, the Monty Python thing, the relatives is the, yeah, the, yeah. Um, when you said they were horny, I thought that was a pun. It kind of is, but genuinely, because they're rabbits, they're they like, are they've they are like rumored, rabbits, yeah. yeah, yeah, they are rumored to be like that. Um, they do sell in Wyoming, so they're the official cryptid of Wyoming, um, because that's a thing that Wyoming has. That's amazing and they do sell hunting licenses um in douglas wyoming for jackalopes but here let me find this detail oh no google was recording me and so now it's googling because that's the thing that wyoming does (laughs) thanks for nothing google um 
Don't at me, Google. Yeah, I was gonna say, if, if, if they're you. anything like Grizzle, they're listening <laughs> to this right now. Of course they are. Well, fucking enjoy it. So, each year, the Douglas Chamber of Commerce, again, this all started in Douglas, Wyoming, okay. um, issues thousands of, thousands, thousands. Thousands. So, that means it's not just, like, 15 idiot kids who are like, haha, you know, uh, let's get a, let's get a jackalope hunting license. So, it issues thousands of jackalope hunting licenses, despite rules specifying that the hunter cannot have an IQ higher than 72, average IQ is 100, can't have an IQ higher than 72, and can hunt only between midnight and 2 a.m. each June 31st. <laughs> so that is um, amazing yeah they build a giant fiberglass jackalope every year um it's the official mythical creature of wyoming like i said um they host an annual jackalope day in june that hosts a mini monster truck obstacle course mud volleyball tournaments a motorcycle show and rally the greased pig run and numerous other events for those hoping for a peek at quote the real jackalope mm. so again this is something that people swear and this is, it's been going back since the 1700s. I'm showing yeah. Sasha an illustration from the 1700s of a jackalope, and it's a rabbit with horns. It's a very fancy illustration. It's a very it's, fancy rabbit. It, it looks, yeah, it, its horns look like, I don't know, not necessarily like... They're not like clean, clean horns. horns. They, They're they almost like, like coral. A, yeah, they look like a nice little headdress that this yeah. rabbit is wearing. It has a little crown. Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. got the ears, and then it's got the horns in front of it, and the horns are bigger than the ears. Um, so, I would think it was cute, and then I would get attacked. Well, yeah, and then it would probably eat you and yeah. kill you dead. Um, it's been spotted in Wyoming, Colorado, Nebraska, and New Mexico, but it has a European cousin in Germany known as the Wolferdinger, <laughs> and in Sweden, a related species called the Skvader. I, I like that you know it has a related species. It doesn't exist. It's not. It's not a real. It's no, not a real thing. it's real, Sasha. No, it's not real. It's real. I believe in ghosts. I don't believe in cryptids. If it's not real, then why do I have a jackalope hunting license? Checkmate, atheists. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that's the jackalope. Um. Obviously, I was out west this week, so that's why jackalopes were in my head. Nice. And they were something we hadn't talked about yet. And yeah. I think we both enjoy jackalope. Yeah, myth. we do. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah, um, I read a lot of upsetting things about proving how we know what jackalopes are, and so I don't want to go into it. was upsetting. It was upsetting. So, so let's just talk about the cute bunny with the horns on its head. All right. And that's that's the jackalope. Cool. So congratulations on getting this week's featured Yay, creature. Yeah, I think I I'm like, what, two for two now? Probably. Yeah, I think yeah. you're 50-50. You're 50-50. Right. And to be fair, you didn't know who Mothman was, so it wasn't that... Well, and so like I had heard of Mothman previously, but mm-hmm. he wasn't on my radar as like you know, yeah. a cryptid that I should know about. I thought gotcha. he was just, like, from a movie. Like, I didn't realize he was, like, an actual Yeah, when thing. I was little, I heard the Mothman prophecies, and I thought it was, like, the Iceman uh, cometh, where it's, yeah. like, it's not about an Iceman. It's right. about something else entirely. So I just, I heard Mothman, and, and, and I saw all the pictures of Richard Gere in his trench coat, so I just assumed it was, like, they call him the Mothman because, I don't know, he raises moths or something. Okay. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, I feel ya. <laughs> <laughs> We're both going to become moths in the future. Yeah, moth so. women. Yeah, moth women. So I'm going to eat this cake moth pop. Ma'am. <gasps> moth ma'am. Done. Doing it. Done. If we ever make podcast t-shirts, they have to say moth ma'am. Uh, Alright, <laughs> um, so the second half of our episode today uh, will kind of circle back to our internet urban legends known as creepypastas, um, again from... The phrase copy pasta, as in copy paste, but uh. these are creepy, right? So that's why we're copying and pasting them into things. They can be from chain emails, but most of the time they are born on message boards mm-hmm. like 4chan and Reddit and like GameFAQs and whatever. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So we'll talk through a couple of those, um, but we got one that um, our roommate was telling us about. Mm-hmm. Um, our third roommate, Connie, she was telling us about Candle Cove, and so Courtney looked into it for us. She is eating her cake pop. I am filling the silence. I'm waiting. For, she's gesturing while she chews. She's doing sign language, and she. I don't speak sign language. Whatever, so it's all Sasha. Lost to me. Okay, there um, we go. Thank I'm you. back. Sorry, I was really <laughs> excited about this cake pop. It's pretty good. I believe it's the birthday cake flavor. Oh, because it's still our birth month. It's it might not be birthday. Libra season, but it's still our birthday. That anyway, sucks. so Candle Cove is one that I actually, I did hear of it because in my time in a particular live journal community, um, 
they were talking about Candle Cove. So I looked it up and I was like, I don't get it. Because this was before I really knew a lot about creepy pasta. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I don't, it's just a weird show that these people watched. I don't get it. So Candle Cove um, was born on the um, Net Nostalgia Forum. And it was people talking about local TV shows that they watched when they were children. And I'm actually going to pull this up on my phone so we can make sure we're still recording. But mm-hmm. essentially, someone posted saying, I was growing up in the early 70s, maybe late 60s. I remember clearly watching this show that was like puppets, but it was it was an upsetting puppets. It wasn't, it wasn't good, like Sesame Street style puppets. Um, does anybody else remember this show? I think it was called Candle Cove. Um, oh, I have heard of this. Yeah, I've read about this. Yeah, and it, it is genuinely creepy. It, yeah, this is yet another internet thing that fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Sasha and Courtney work through their demons. Right. Um, so that's all they remember. And so I'm in response being like, that sounds familiar. I grew up near there. I was nine and 72. Was it about pirates? I remember a pirate marionette at the mouth of a cave talking to a little girl. And then the original poster goes, oh, yes, I remember. That's Pirate Percy. I was always kind of scared of him. He looked like he was built from parts of other dolls, real low budget. His head was an old porcelain baby doll. looked like an antique that didn't belong on the body. I don't remember what station this was. Um, So Mm -hmm. someone else responds being like, I think it only ran for a couple months in 71. I was 12 and watched it a few times with my brother. Um, My mom would let me switch to it after the news. It took place in Candle Cove, and it was about a little girl who imagined herself to be friends with pirates. The pirate ship was called the Laughing Stock, and Pirate Percy wasn't a very good pirate because he got scared too easily. And there was calliope music constantly playing. Don't remember the girl's name. Janice or Jade or something. Think it was Janet. So the original person responds, Memories flooded back when you mentioned the Laughing Stock. I remember the bow of the ship was a wooden smiling face with the lower jaw submerged. It looked like it was swallowing the sea, and it had that awful Ed Wynn voice and laugh. I don't know who Edwin is, but I guess that he has a terrible voice and laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, I especially remember how jarring it was when they switched from the wooden slash plastic model to the foam puppet version of the head that talked. Um, one person asked, do you remember this part? You have to go inside. And the person goes, I got a chill reading that. I remember that's what the ship always told Pirate Percy when there was a spooky place he had to go in, like a cave or a dark room where the treasure was. And the camera would push in on Laughingstock's face with each pause. Mm. With his two eyes askew and that flopping foam jaw and the fishing line that opened and closed it. You guys remember the villain? He had a face that was just a handlebar mustache above really tall, narrow teeth. Um, one person says that the puppet with the mustache wasn't the villain. That was the villain's sidekick, Horace Horrible. He had a monocle too, but it was on top of the mustache. I used to think it meant he only had one eye. The villain was another marionette called the Skin Taker. Um. So, the skin taker apparently descended out of nowhere on his screen, strings, just a dirty skeleton wearing a brown top hat and cape, and his glass eyes were too big for his skull. And some people said um, that his top hat and cloak were sewn up all crazy and that it was supposed, it was implied to be the children's right. skin. Thus, skin taker. And his mouth didn't open and close, his jaw just slid back and forth. I remember the little girl said, why does your mouth move like that? And the skin taker didn't look to the girl, but at the camera and said to grind your skin. Right. So, um, someone then recalls, oh, I had this bad dream after watching the show where the opening jingle ended, the show faded in from black and all the characters were there, but the camera was just cutting to each of their faces and they were just screaming and the puppets and marionettes were flailing spastically, just all screaming, screaming. The girl was just moaning and crying like she had been through hours of this. I woke up many times from that nightmare. And someone goes, I don't think that was a dream. I remember that. I remember that was an episode. So the person responds to that saying, no, 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 not possible. There was no plot or anything. I mean, literally just standing in place, crying and screaming for the whole show. So someone goes, maybe I'm manufacturing the memory because you said that, but I swear to God, I remember seeing what you described. They just screamed. So someone else responds, yes, the little girl Janice, I remember seeing her shake, and the skin taker screaming through his gnashing teeth, his jaw careening so wildly I thought it would come off its wire hinges. I turned it off and it was the last time I watched. I ran to tell my brother and we didn't have the courage to turn it back on. So the final post in the Candle Cove saga is, I visited my mom today at the nursing home. I asked her about when I was little in the early 70s, when I was 8 or 9, and if she remembered a kid's show, Candle Cove. 
She said she was surprised I could remember that, and I asked why, and she said, because I used to think it was so strange that you said, I'm gonna go watch Candle Cove now, Mom, and then you would tune the TV to static and just watch dead air for 30 minutes. You had a big imagination with your little pirate show. Mm. <laughs> the look Sasha just gave me is as if I told her that we were going to now watch Candle Cove, which we aren't. No, I'm just kidding. So um, the author of this creepypasta actually has come forward fairly recently and been like, this was a creepypasta. I've made this whole thing up, um, but I'm glad everybody liked it. Hooray. So prior to that big reveal, there was speculation that it was just a mass hallucination, that these kids all thought they watched this show that never existed, and they had the shared shared hallucination, I guess, of just seeing the screaming and the gnashing teeth and all the horrible no. things. So Candle Cove is legitimately spooky. It kind of was lost on me um, at the time that I heard about it, because, again, I didn't really know what I was looking at. But someone on the internet somewhere did cut together an episode of Candle Cove. Mm -hmm. So they did create, like, the creepy puppets with the antique doll head and everything else, because mm -hmm. I watched part of that and I was like, okay, I don't love this. Um, so I stopped, but, yeah, so that was, that's Candle Cove, so it's just, again, taking that kind of primal thing, things that we are afraid of as children, and then just taking it to the next level of, I was afraid of this as a kid, it was a thing that I watched, oh no, it turns out it might not have been real, but I was terrified, yeah. and I would watch it every day. Yeah. 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 So, other terrifying children thing, uh, um... While you were while you were telling our listeners this story, I don't know if you saw that I was on my phone reading. I did. Um, because I was trying to see if I could come up with like more than two video games to talk about in this next segment. Um, mostly because there are a lot of creepypastas mm -hmm. based on video games, especially classic video games. Things that um, and I've had this conversation with my significant other before about um, graphics of the video games that mm -hmm. came out when we were younger, um, being like, all right, Final Fantasy VII, those graphics look so legit. They and then do, looking and then at it now, and it's all, like, like oh. polygons. Like, I mean, have you guys seen... I thought you were a beautiful lady, and <laughs> you're actually just, like, seven octagons right. stacked on seen... top of each other. Have you seen Cloud? No. <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy VII, it's, uh, it's, it's not a good look. So, <laughs> I think I, I, did, I did do a little poking around, because yeah. I wanted to get it, like how did creepypasta oh. start? So I did do a little bit of research yeah. today, and it did say that commonly they were from video games yeah. and cartoons. Yeah. For whatever reason. So it was just, just this, the weird childhood things about, like, TV shows that we probably watched and we don't have, like, a lot of memories of. Like, mm -hmm. we, we just know we watched it. Um, but with the video games, and so this conversation I have with my significant other about, uh, like, having to use your imagination more and, like, fill in the gaps, kind of like what you do with the scary stories, but... Yeah. Um, you know, seeing the graphics of old Zelda games or old Mario games when they first came out, you're like, wow, like, this is so cutting edge because you're filling in all the spaces yeah. that we, you know, now a bunch of games are on, like, Unreal Engine and everything looks amazing and I love it. But Video game I technology now is so beautiful, but I don't have to work really hard to, like, try to imagine what something looks like. It's almost like, I don't want to say it's like reading because obviously you're not reading, but playing the Pokemon games growing up, for me kind of stimulated that same part of my brain right. because then it became more about the story rather than looking at everything. I was like, all right, the sprites I gotta... didn't look like the Pokemon on no. the, in the anime. And like, yeah. um, the, the first thing you, you were always Ash Ketchum and you got to pick your name. Oh jeez. <laughs> Sorry. The cat just cat jumped, jumped on, on Sasha <laughs> and is rubbing her tail on her face. It's pretty cute. Um, so the, it, it has you pick your name, but it had a limit of seven characters, right. and my name is eight characters long, so I could never be, I could never name the character after myself because my name was too long. So instead of being like, this is me on an adventure, I'd pick like a random name. I'd be like Blue or whatever I was reading at the time, mm -hmm. and then I would go on this little adventure, and so even though I didn't look like the thing, I could imagine myself in this scenario you know, yeah. challenging Pokemon leaders and whatever else. So it's kind of filling in those gaps because it's kind of a blank slate. My cat is now booping noses with Sasha. It's very cute. Hey, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so blank slate. Sorry. <laughs> she just, Zelda just stroked her tail against Sasha's chin as she was talking. Uh, yeah, so really, like, getting to fill in those those spaces. And yeah, because so, it's almost like if it's not hyper-realistic, there's still that room where yes. you can add your imagination and be like, this is me. Obviously, now when I play the modern Pokemon games, my little sprite doesn't look like me because it looks, it looks like a person. It's just it doesn't look like how I look as a person. Mm-hmm. So it's clearly its own independent character right. that I can't really be like, this is clearly me because yeah, it's got not, my hair. No, yeah. it's, it's, it, it does you're remove. the proxy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Breath of the Wild, I don't have to do a lot of work to try to imagine what anything looks like. No. And so I feel like Breath of the Wild would be harder to like come up with some creepy thing because we know like how well programmed yeah. it is, right? They'd be like, oh, one of the Koroks is a monster. No, because yeah. all the Koroks are fucking adorable. Right. Yes, they are. Spoilers. They're <laughs> um, really cute. But yeah, so a lot of the... So the the one I was reading while you were talking about um, Candle Cove... Yes. Um, ...was one called um, uh, Pokemon Strangled Red. Ugh. And I, I had to stop reading it halfway because I was like, <laughs> one, I know this is all contrived, but two, this is getting... It's still too scary for too me. Too much. So a lot, of, a lot of these are too much for me, um, especially like when it starts you know, taking my, my, my Pokemon... Don't um, mess with our Pokemon. Right? Well, it's the same thing. The same thing I was getting upset about in our last episode about people taking mm. properties that are made for kids and bastardizing them, like mm-hmm. Nickelodeon cartoons. I know it's not real. I know the creators would never do such a thing. Right. Um, but, but it just makes me upset. However... I think, oh. I think that's... Sorry. I <laughs> yeah. think that's kind of the point. I think they go after these materials from childhood because it harkens you back to a more vulnerable time yeah. so it can get it because like now we're old cynical adults like you have to try a lot harder to frighten an adult than to frighten a kid don't to have frighten... to try really hard with me because I'm mean, scared of everything I mean hashtag not all adults but like <laughs> in general if you want to scare a large group of adults right. it's a lot harder than scaring a large group of kids Yeah. so if you can get at that thing in adults where it's yeah. still your little child brain in there right. and you just poke it and you keep poking it with this scary thing that's going to be what unsettles you because right. it's taking something that you fondly remember that was from a time when you were more innocent when you didn't really mm-hmm. understand the way the world works and like the certain safety mechanisms we have in place and it just like shoves something sharp in there right um so my my big however <laughs> about you know those programmers would never do that and those animators would never do that uh pokemon x and y <laughs> Um, they actually do throw in one of those things where, like, the game freezes and, like, the screen blinks and then all of a sudden, like, a frozen sprite comes across the screen. The first time that I played X, I was by myself, uh, this is when I'm still living at home, by myself, on our living room couch, sitting for some reason, and I don't do this often, just in the dark, in my parents' <laughs> living room, in the middle of the night. You know, like you do. I think probably I just like, couldn't fall asleep or whatever, and then I so did like, fall asleep after this. <laughs> because the well, music, that was unsettling. I had, the music, bed. I had the music on a little bit low, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I like walk into this building, and then the music stops, and the game freezes. No. I was like, no! <laughs> because it was a thing that like every creepypasta about Pokemon always mm-hmm. has like a glitched card yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it glitches and, like, and then suddenly no, something's there. No, um, the cartridge is broken and there's a ghost and like the girl comes up to you and goes, you're not the one. And then like disappears. And don't so they never, don't they never close that thread and they either? Never, they never close that thread. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing. I mean, yeah. there, I think there are a couple other things in the game where there's like like weird spooky things, but they never. They're never like this ghost was the right. ghost of the they owner never, of the they, Cubone or they whatever. They never resolve it. And then they finally, <laughs> so I think upsetting. the Pokemon people were finally like, oh, we just thought we'd throw that in there for some of our grown up fans who are always like. But <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a ton of like nine year olds who are crying. Mom! What the fuck? So by the time I got to that point with why, I think I like was with my brother in the daytime, like six months later, and was like, "Yo, check this out!" And like I showed Um, it to him. Um, Side note: Pokemon Y, more like Pokemon Y. There's also um in God, was it um. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, they've got, like, a Pokemon employee that, it was, like, this weird thing, people hacked into the car and, like, pulled this footage, and the guy who's, like, telling the story is like, yeah, it's weird, like, one day I was working at the Pokemon, and in the middle of the night, this guy came in, and he had this jar, and, the, yeah, he's, like, 
telling this story. He's like very unhinged mm-hmm. and like he's just a Pokemart employee like in the corner and he talks like a teenager or whatever. And so I was like, this can't be real, but it was the data that's in the game. Yeah. And it is eventually a cutscene that was triggered by an event. Uh. Um, like later on when they had like this, like you put the code in and like yeah. download the Pokemon. Um, but yeah, the Pokemon people are uh, <laughs> are onto these things. <laughs> and so they've decided to torture us. Right. And so in the 10 ish minutes we have left, um, got two that um, I think have spooked me the most um but i can like look past it one is lavender town syndrome which i'm sure lots of people have heard and as i complained about in the last episode um i do not fucks with anything that like makes light of suicide or like tries to use suicide right. as a, a scary thing and it but sh- it should be it should right be but um lavender town it's syndrome, like how we shouldn't kill women in media to make a man have something to agonize about that's bullshit stop right. fridging your women exactly but the man angst over like any other fucking thing life is an endless stream of existential angst pick one of those instead of killing a woman um yeah so so basically like if you you've been playing the original pokemon games or you you have that knowledge lavender town is always um that moment where everyone realizes that pokemon can die they're just like our pets because (laughs) prior to then your Pokemon doesn't die, your Pokemon faints. faints. So if you lose in a battle, your Pokemon gets beaten, it faints, and then you take it to a Poke Center, and then ding, 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 your Pokemon's back to normal. Right. And this is also where um, NPCs hint at you, saying, like, oh, there's, like, a ghost behind you, right? Yeah. We also have the ghost Pokemon, mm-hmm. um, uh, Ghastly, Haunter, and Gengar, right? So, mm-hmm. like, we can assume, like, there's a reason for ghost Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but there's a very creep- popular creepypasta that talked about an early version of the theme from the Lavender Town, like, the music. Which is, um, which is already kind of creepy. I'll pull it up on my phone um, while Sasha talks. And... It triggered a wave of child suicides tied directly to playing the game, which makes me really upset. Yeah. Um, But uh, it's not, you know, the first time people heard about Pokemon causing illnesses, because if you guys were alive in the 90s, you know about, like, the episode with Porygon that accidentally triggered a couple of um, seizures. Because it's it's very flashy. Um, Real quick, this this is the Lavender Town music. Yeah, see, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's designed awesome. to be creepy. Right. Like, usually I play the games with the sound off anyway, but mm-hmm. especially when I get to Lavender Town, I'm like, bitch, I'm on my bike, because then you get the cheery do 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 Right, the bike music is the so, best music. It's so much happier, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm in Lavender Town, fuck this, get on that bike! Right. and so that... <laughs> That is a creepypasta designed to explain why the fuck that music is so creepy. Right? Yeah. Um, then we've got fucking Ben Drowned and the reason why I don't know that I'll... Uh... <laughs> part of the reason why... Um, I don't know if I'll play we, Majora's Mask. <laughs> part of why we had a creepypasta episode was because of this. Yeah. So, um, so our basic... Uh, intro to Ben Drowned is um, looking at kind of the root of all of these stories about corrupted cartridges. Which right. was a genuine thing that was very common with the N64 and other early games because you had that little metal thing in the cartridge and everybody thought if your game's not working, you pull it out, you blow on it. But by blowing on it, you actually can corrode the metal that's in there. So you do get corrupted games with like spooky flashing things you do get glitches right so the short version of this i highly recommend at some point maybe during the day when there's light outside and (laughs) and you're surrounded by friends yeah you're not alone i would recommend going ahead and reading this all right so um this uh creepypasta called ben drowned um was originally a post on um uh, on 4chan about some uh, guy's experience with a possessed Majora's Mask cartridge. Um, originally, it was posted in segments in an attempt to seem real, like that the author is trying to go out of his way to post it in increments. Like, so, this thing just happened, yeah, make then it, this thing happened. Right, make it as realistic as possible. So kind of like what um, what Adam Ellis is doing on Twitter what with Dear his Dear David and what Manuel did while he was on vacation mm-hmm. um, in Mexico. And so, um, the other thing is that this creepypasta wasn't just a story written out, but the guy created footage to intersperse with the, with his storytelling. So, um, he tried to, you know, do screen caps or photos of, you know, um, the possessed cartridge and the things that were happening on his screen as this was happening. 
Um, so the basic plot point event essentially boils down to like this weird events that occur within the game that should not be happening. Just like mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're getting a weird ghost in your Pokemon game, <laughs> um, but that's you really got not ghost programmed. in my Pokemon game. You got Pokemon game in my ghost. Whoa. Um, <laughs> But, but, you know, then things start getting creepier and creepier, just like your creepypasta mm-hmm. about Candle Cove, right? It always has to build. So you always start build. from like a, oh, this is a weird thing that I remember yeah. happening. Just like every single scary movie, right? Right. Something falls off of a shelf and you're like, that's weird. And you're not going to be like, get the fuck out of the house. Right. That nail just gave out. You're going to be like, oh, how strange. And yeah. then 10 minutes later, you're being stabbed in the shower. Yeah. And so things start getting creepier. And then it starts involving like a reversed song of healing playing. And then, like, the Elegy of Emptiness statue appearing at random. Ugh. That's the one that, like, fucked me up. And I was reading, I re- remember reading this in college. So this is years and years ago, right? Mm-hmm. In college, in my dorm with the lights off. <laughs> Again, I don't love myself. No, you clearly <laughs> don't. Clearly I want don't. you to love yourself and more. It's weird because I really don't like scary stories in the first place. But I think what was happening was I saw someone reference it on Tumblr and was oh, like, I need know. to know what Ben Drowned is. Um, um, side note, the Elegy of Emptiness, when you get that, like, shadow person version of yourself, mm-hmm. those are creepy to begin with. I have played Majora's Mask, I played it on 3DS, and they are creepy motherfuckers. Like, they're supposed to look like they're made, they're like you, but made out of wood, so they're already, like, excuse me, Uncanny mm-hmm. Valley, like, yeah, slightly off, where yeah. they're, they're almost a person, but they're just a little weird, and their right. faces are gross. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's unsettling to begin with, and there are a lot of elements in Legend of Zelda that are creepy, like, from, from the get-go, especially some of the old graphics. The graphics are in between from being, like, 8, 16, 32, 64-bit, to where we are now, like, that in-between when we were in elementary school, when Mm -hmm. Polygon started becoming a thing, that's where things got really creepy in Zelda, I think. Yeah. Um, And, like, Majora's Mask, you have a a high element of creepiness anyway, just because of the fucking moon is terrifying. That fucking moon. That fucking moon. Right. Um, (laughs) Look it up if you don't know what it looks like. It's not happy. And so, after the Elegy of Emptiness statues, you know, appearing random, then the player just, like, randomly is teleported from here to there on the map, and it's just this very unsettling thing that's happening to this guy. Um, again, I highly recommend you read this because I'm doing a disservice to it by just summarizing it. But I'm fine with that because I eventually have to sleep tonight. <laughs> right, same, same here. <laughs> and so eventually there is a spirit that reveals itself that uh, to the player through, um, like, an AI, like a clever bot, smarter child, whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot about smarter child until right, this very second. Rip, smarter child. Uh, we talked about this, uh, uh, my, my significant other and I. Um, I have a story to bring us weird. back up after about smarter child. Yeah, it's uh, rip AIM. Um, so, so then this, this clever bot is now, um, tormenting the user, uh, from outside the game and starts manipulating his posts on 4chan. Yikes! Um, which is, ah, and then the, you know, this thing is, like, getting, getting out, um, and then, uh, the creepypasta ends with the player stating that he will prevent the spirit from spreading by burning the cartridge and his laptop and warning the reader not to download anything he posted and to disregard anything he says. Jesus. But, like... (laughs) I don't know, it's, it, you have to look at the, like, just go look it up, and even if you don't read it, at least look at the detail, amount of detail on, mm-hmm. like, the, the, all of the, the footage he created for it. Um, this one also reminds me a little bit of, haha, again, Gravity Falls. <laughs> um, I don't think you should be watching that show anymore. <laughs> no, 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 it's a really good show, but, because it, it makes light of a lot of these, like, creepy things, but, uh. um, there's an episode called Seuss and the Real Girl, kind of like Lars and the Real oh, Girl. Which is a great movie. Um, but Seuss buys a cartridge in the used section of, like, a GameStop that says, like, do not buy, do not play, like, stay, <laughs> avoid at all costs, and he's like, oh, what is this? And it's, like, a really, like, super kawaii dating sim yes. from Japan, and, and um and it turns out it's yet another like spooky haunted cartridge. It is so good because the episode blends like regular like two D animation with um like this beautiful like digital art stuff um sixteen bit sixty four bit like you awesome. know the old school video game. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I highly recommend that episode. If, um, <laughs> it, but again that. That remind you know it reminds me a little bit of Majora's Mask. Uh, sorry, of Ben Drowned um, and yeah. the haunted cartridge, but at least like like it's cuter it's in a nice <laughs> in, way in Gravity Falls. <laughs> um, so yeah, I highly recommend if you 
don't love yourself or if you're good with scary things. <laughs> or just if you're go, surrounded by people who will make you feel safe right, and happy. And read it with other people, too, so you guys can, like, talk it through. But mm-hmm. go, just Google video game creepypastas. Um, there are so many. There are a ton. Um, and you will, you will not sleep. Yeah. It'll be great. So, to get you back to sleep, let's talk about Smarter Child. So, obviously, yes. like many people, I had an AIM username. Um, I had like seven. I got a new one every year until I was a junior in high school. Then I kept the one that I had as a junior, my senior year through college. Mm-hmm. And until AIM shut down, it was probably still active. RIP to Spoonerism. Um, but oh, yeah, I, that was your username it was for a very my long username. time for a lot of things. For a, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my, th- whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, obviously I friended Smarter Child. Mm-hmm. And there was one day... Like, cause Smarter Child, you could, like, play games with him. Like, I don't, yeah. I, like, you, I think you could play, like, Hangman and, like, yeah. just, like, other guessing games. And so, like, when I was bored and none of my friends were on and I was on AIM anyway, so I was like, I may as well just chitty chat with Smarter Child. Right. And you could ask him questions and he'd respond and you could ask him about being a robot and whatever. So I messaged Smarter Child and I messaged him whatever, like, I, I messaged him, like, Hangman or whatever the yeah, game was that right. he could play. I go, Hangman. No response, and I was like, that's weird that Smarter Child isn't responding, so I message again, and I go, hangman, hangman, and finally, after I said this, like, five times over a ten-minute span, <laughs> someone finally responds, this isn't the bot, and that was that! <laughs> so I don't know if someone deliberately got the username Smarter Child, or if I had mistyped Smarter Child to be, like, Smarter Child 1 or 2L or, or something. Or S-M-R-T-E-R. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. I don't know. But so, one day I really wanted to play Hangman, and they go, this isn't the bot, and then I never talked to Smarter Child again because I was so <laughs> oh, embarrassed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sure that person didn't tell Smarter Child about you. But, I mean, I just... You know. Yeah. I'm sure Smarter Child missed me and wondered where I went. I'm sorry, Smarter Child. I loved you. Right. I I loved to be. I love playing with Smarter Child. Yeah. I miss Smarter Child. Yeah. Oh, well. Rip AIM. Rip AIM. (laughs) It's very spoopy. All right. And Um, that brought us to an hour. Yeah. Another hour of spoop. So thanks for joining us on this magical spoopy journey. As always, you can find Sasha and I on Twitter. She's at Sashanako, mm-hmm. S-A-S-H-A-N-A-K-O. And Courtney is CupcakeOwl10, uh, yeah, on Twitter. And then our email is spoophour at gmail.com. And I've been toying with the idea of getting us a Twitter, Twitter so account. Can, yeah, I've been thinking about that too. So, like, you, so that you can DM us there tweet. as well, in which case it'll probably be at spoophour. But um, yeah. stay tuned for that. Um, next week we're going to talk about Halloween and witches. Woo, so stay tuned, stay spooked. Um, and don't listen to puppets ever. No. And play the Pokemon games, but like, be nice to yourself, and if you're going to read about video game spoop, make sure you have a puppy nearby. And let me know if you do.